Hello, this is Eric, and this is the craziness that lives inside my head. In this podcast, I wanted to do something about Christmas 2020, and I just couldn't think of anything to do for Christmas 2020. What kind of podcast? What can I talk about Christmas 2020? Then I thought, well, what was the gayest Christmas I ever had? Well, I don't know. I mean, I realize now that I've damn near in my 70s that after I got became an adult, Christmas, I pretty much didn't celebrate Christmas. Christmas was great when I was a kid. Grandma would put the Christmas tree up Christmas Eve. And she will have, and and we'll have uh, what you call a uh, fruit cake, eggnog, you know, apple cider. I mean, yeah, all the good stuff. And then she'll take the tree down. Okay, Christmas morning, you get all your toys. And then she 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 used to take the tree down New Year's Eve. Well, when I became an adult on my own with my own apartment, I didn't celebrate Christmas like that. I mean. I remember going, if I wanted to go to dinner, I went to dinner to a family house. But basically, Christmas, I hate to say this, was like another day. And then I thought about Christmas of 1976. I was living in my new apartment for a year. It was the very first apartment I ever gotten. So Christmas morning, 1976, I was living at 374 State Street, Brooklyn, New York. It was a studio apartment, and it was only $130 a month rent. I woke up in the arms of a hairy black beast. We opened our eyes simultaneously and looked deep into them. Then I asked that stupid question. What's your name? Damn, babe. How many times do I have to tell you? It's raw. My brain searched its memory banks. And then I remember being in a black gay bar called Backstreet on Bergen Street in the Crown Heights section of Brooklyn. Having a cocktail or two, I pulled up a chair to the bar. I sat next to this charcoal-colored, finger-licking-good, 30-something-year-old black man. I I spoke to him in Spanish. I told him my name was Carlos. He replied in Spanish that his name was Raul, and he was from Trinidad. I bought us a drink. We kissed. Then we were in a gypsy cab. To my place in downtown Brooklyn. Now that I was awake. I realized. I was in one of my blackouts. When we made love. Or did we make love? What did we do? He got out of the bed. From under the covers. To use the bathroom. Holy shit. I yelled out. What's wrong? He asked. As he stopped dead in his tracks. 
Did I have all that? I asked as I pointed to the thing that hung between his legs. He looked at me in disbelief. Babe, you devoured it, encompassed it, and orally inaugurated it. He laughed as he continued on his journey to the restroom. Now I was infuriated with myself. I had no recollection of any event having sexual pleasures with the hairy-backed black man from Trinidad. The thought of missing out of, on being embraced by his massive hairy arms, his enormous hairy-fingered hands, feeling his full blue-bearded face rubbing up against my face sent me into an anxiety frenzy because I wanted more and I wanted it before he escaped. I ran to meet him at the door when he exited the bathroom. I grabbed him by the waist and drew our bodies together until our private parts were intermingling. He kissed my forehead and pried himself free. You're sweet, babe. Now call me a cab, he demanded as he clothed his muscular hairsuit body. I was flabbergasted in a sexual heat. I never in my life seen a black man with a body covered in Caucasian black fur. Do you have to leave so soon? I asked. Babe, you know I got to go to work today. I work weekends, remember? He laughed as he patted my fluffy ass. I watched him quickly dress in his winter clothing and into his hooded sheepskin coat. He walked over to me and grabbed me by my buttocks, and I grabbed his huge pulsating bulge between his legs. No need to call a cab, babe. I'll just get one at the corner. He tongue-kissed me, then quickly, like a flash, left my apartment. My hangover was kicking in. Maybe we did have sex, I spoke to myself. Then I noticed that my leather wallet was on the kitchen floor. I picked it up and my credit cards and cash was missing. Oh no, I've been robbed, I exclaimed out loud. The hot, hung, hairy black man from Trinidad took me for a ride. Then I became frantic because I was in a blackout. What else did he take? I searched the studio like a bloodhound. Oh no, where's my new Sony portable color Trinitron TV? Asking myself out loud. And my new portable stereophonic phonograph set. And my new Panasonic portable transistor radio. Gone. They were all gone by way of the hot, hung, hairy black man from Trinidad. Depression sank in as I sat on the edge of the bed and milked my rum and coke. It was Christmas afternoon, 1976, and I was no way in a, in a holiday spirit. Then the phone rang. Merry Christmas! Happy New Year! How are you? Asked a voice on the phone. Who is this? I asked. Roy, remember me? We met a couple of weeks ago at the bar. I was lonely and I thought about you. Want to go out to dinner? My treat. A man asked me out to dinner on Christmas? My whole body perked up when I began to recall a black man with hazel eyes and a set of pretty white teeth. Sure, I'd love to, to go out to dinner with you. I giggled like a little teenage girl. 
1976 ended with a bang as 1977 ushered itself into my apartment. And that's my Christmas experience for 2020 to you. This is Eric, and thank you for listening to the craziness that lives inside my head.